Chapter 6, Blytonbury 2 The restaurant Hannah had suggested was Fancy. The floorboards were darker than the wall ones, and the ceiling had visible supports and columns around the place. It felt like a cottage, just a really big one. The wooden tables were usually set for two or four people, their maroon mantles covering neatly the surface, and the chairs, of the same kind of wood as the tables, had the same maroon color as the mantles in their cushions. Despite the mild temperature, Amanda had expected the hearth to be dancing with flames. Ah, I see everyone is here, perfect. Diana commented as she saw Constance finally arrive carrying a couple bags. She raised her hand to call for the waitress. Amanda patted the tiny witch in the head as she sat next to her. The table arrangement they had today felt particularly strange. Akko and Diana were sitting next to each other, as well as Barbara and Lotta. Susie and Jasminka were together since they had both arrived at the same time, and after them Amanda and Hannah showed up, which only left Constanz. Sitting next to Hannah, Amanda almost felt like she was about to pull a book out of her bag and start pestering her to study. Of course, that wasn't the case, and as far as she knew that bag only contained the dress she had bought, but still. The waitress approached, and while everyone had already made their orders, Constance took a couple minutes to decide. So, what did you do all morning? Barbara asked from across the table to Hannah after the waitress was gone. Amanda gave a side glance to Hannah, trying to see her reaction. In the end, she had appeared to have fun, and her mind had probably gotten off what was troubling her. We went shopping and you should have seen all the things I found. Hannah started narrating, showing her bag. She wore an excited smile as she spoke, which further confirmed Amanda's thoughts. Her idea had been great in the end. True, she hadn't really liked the shopping, but if Hannah had fun then the mission had been a success. Plus, maybe dresses weren't as bad as she believed them to be. She still remembered the feel of the one she had worn. It was light and soft. She would have to try it further, but it didn't seem hard to move on. And while she had thought it didn't look particularly good on her, Hannah had been obviously astonished by it. She considered trying it on again and asking her teammates, but for some reason that made her cringe. Maybe the fact that she didn't know Hannah all that well made it easier in her mind. She knew she would never wear something like that if Akko or her teammates were in the vicinity. Even still, her mind kept going back to what Hannah had said about her. She wasn't really used to compliments. Cool was the most common one, and hot was a close second, curiously enough. She had received some cuties, some amazings and even some handsome. But never gorgeous. Amanda eyed Hannah. She was talking loudly, which felt weird after spending so much time in the library. She sat primly, in contrast to her own lazy posture. Her hands moved, trying to show the shapes of the many dresses she was talking about. She had slim, pretty fingers, with polished nails and weight, Amanda never noticed things like that. She had probably just noticed after seeing her fingers point out so many things in the books they studied, surely. And yet, the way her ponytail bounced was interesting, the smell of shampoo from her hair was enticing, the way the light lit up her face made her heart. Bad dump. Oh, so that was it. Amanda suddenly stood, drawing looks from her friends. Sorry, gotta use the bathroom. She excused herself and quickly walked to where she suspected the bathroom should be. 
Once there, she hid herself in one of the cubicles and took a deep breath. She had always made fun of girls who fell in love after just a couple of nice words from a guy. And this had never before happened to her. Well, there was a simple way of finding out. She closed her eyes and followed the advice she had given Akko the other day. Then she opened them again. Yes. Now she was sure she had a crush on Hannah. A silly crush, probably. The compliment had been unexpected, and they had spent a lot of time together the past week. Still, Hannah was inside her circle of close friends, even if they hadn't been particularly close. For Amanda to have a crush on her just because of such a simple thing felt absurdly childish. And besides, Hannah was straight. She fawned over boys and liked Andrew, kind of. Ah, screw that, she thought, coming out of the bathroom and washing her hands, even if she didn't need to. When she came out of the bathroom, she smiled. The drinks had arrived at the table shortly after she left. She sat back next to Hannah, remembering that she knew just the way to break out of the spell of teenage crushes. And that meant getting to know Hannah better as a whole. Well, what now? Asked Susie, looking around. It was about two and a half in the afternoon, and they had exited the restaurant just a while ago. The group walked aimlessly through the city. The streets were still busy, though less than in the morning. Constance had already seen everything she wanted, the same for Susie. Jasminka had a bag full of snacks, Akko had received a thorough scolding from Diana for running off like that and Barbara and Lotta had the book and were still discussing it. Hannah and Amanda hadn't planned to do anything in the first place, so basically, no one had anything else to do, but wasting a whole afternoon at school seemed like a horrible choice. Hannah thought hard. She kind of wanted to make up for dragging Amanda along with her shopping, a thing she had clearly not really enjoyed. I want to go back to school. Akko commented in a shy voice, earning her strange looks from everyone. What? I'm tired. She cried, offended. Hannah cocked her head, not sure of what this meant. Akko was never tired. At least not in the middle of the city where her short attention span should have been going overdrive. Also, she was looking strangely timid. I would like to start my experiments. Susie said, shrugging. Constance nodded energetically, obviously eager to work on her own projects. I think I shall go back too. Diana hesitated. Wait, Diana hesitated. Hannah looked at her, confused, and saw her giving a sideways glance to Akko. Oh, so it was true after all. After her initial surprise, Hannah was surprised not to feel a little more strongly about the realization. Still, she actually felt. Happy. Diana had always been rather cold. Or, rather, she had put effort into being it. Even if sometimes she broke out of her shell with Barbara and Hannah, neither of them would have been able to say that they really knew her. Akko had changed that. Despite all the shit she gave her, Hannah would always feel gratitude towards the brunette for that. It made sense, then, that Diana would fall for her. And if Akko felt the same way, then it was fine. They could tell their friends, though. It's not as if they were very good at hiding it anyways. Still, all of them wanting to go didn't help Hannah's idea to make Amanda have some fun. She had studied hard too. Plus, she'd later tell Barbara about how good a friend she was, 
it was an absolute win-win situation. Assuming that everyone didn't go, of course. I'll go back too. Jasminka's soft voice spoke from behind her. Hannah wanted to ask why, but that would look too suspicious. Guess that only leaves us four, huh? Hannah smiled at Barbara, who laughed nervously. Hannah gave her a flat stare. I well, Lotta and I, we. She gave her the same apologetic smile as earlier, looking at Lotta for backup. We're going to the library to cross-reference some things. Lotta said, looking to the ground. Hannah raised an eyebrow and pursed her lips. It's a nightfall thing, isn't it? She asked in a monotonous voice. Barbara laughed again, and Hannah sighed. Go, it's okay. I'll just hang out with Amanda. Again she pointed at the redhead with annoyance. Oh, this'll be perfect, we'll have fun just the two of us then. Amanda said with a chuckle. Hannah eyed her, but said nothing. That sounded a little weird, but if Amanda was willing to stay back with her, then she could repay the favor, so in the end she kinda got what she wanted, even if she had also been wanting to spend some time with Barbara. As everyone prepared to go their way, Barbara approached Hannah and hugged her goodbye. Thanks for taking what I said so seriously, Hannah. You're the best friend ever. I'm sure everyone will see it eventually too. She whispered before separating and going behind Lotta. The auburn-haired girl had no chance of replying, so she stood there waving to everyone. She noticed, before they turned a corner and left her field of view, that Diana and Akko walked shoulder to shoulder. Maybe holding hands, it was hard to see, and if they were that was probably the point. Hannah couldn't help but feel a little jealous. To think Diana would get into a relationship before her. Seems like we're alone again the redhead said once everyone was gone. Yeah. Hannah sounded tired. So, what's CHA wanna do? Amanda asked. Go back to shopping? What? No. Hannah turned to look at the redhead. What do you want to do? I mean, there has to be something you want. Coming here was your idea. Despite this, a part of Hannah expected Amanda to answer what she had heard, that she had only suggested coming here because of her. In a split second, Hannah imagined how she would react if Amanda said such an embarrassing thing. Bad dump. Actually, Amanda's words took her out of her imagination. There is something here in Blytonbury I should probably check out, now that I think about it. She smiled slyly. Hannah had a bad feeling about that, but she swallowed it up and smiled. Let's do it, then. She said, keeping the doubt out of her voice. Amanda's smile widened. Hannah really hoped she wasn't planning anything too troublesome. Amanda finished climbing the stairs and Hannah soon followed, panting. They were at the top of an old tower in the city. It was ten stories high and had no elevators. Amanda wasn't bothered by it, but Hannah obviously didn't enjoy it. Why did you want to climb this town dash she started to ask with annoyance, until she saw what was in front of her. There was no ceiling, of course, and the battlements in the rim of the circular structure came up to their waists. People dressed in fancy clothes were sitting and chatting in chairs pointing to the center of the terrace. There, six couples were dancing to slow music. Wait! I thought you didn't like waltz. 
Hannah said, eyeing her with suspicion. It was true. Amanda didn't usually like waltz, and she only knew of this place because she had bothered to check all the places where she could dance in the city. But that wasn't the point today. The point today was to test the limits of her heart. And maybe Hannah's too. Well, I need to practice some for the party, don't you think? I don't care about prizes, I just want to show every one of those assholes who's boss. She said, and then she took out her wand and Hannah cocked her head. Metamorphic vitesse. She cried, and in a poof of smoke, her clothes changed. She was wearing her suit again. The suit that rumours had told her Hannah had liked. Rumours that she had dismissed back then, but that she was grateful for now. People around them looked at her, but didn't pay it much mind. Magic is becoming more common nowadays. Right at that moment, too, the music stopped, and the pair's dancing started to leave the centre to leave room for others. Amanda smirked. Surely, this would cause a reaction in Hannah. She looked at the shorter girl, who was blushing furiously. Bad dump. The redhead herself had to concentrate on not blushing herself. Well she is cute as fuck she thought as she extended her hand and bowed in a gentlemanly manner. She looked straight into those teal eyes and smiled gently. Could I have this dance, Hannah? Chapter 7, Dancing. They were silent. As they slowly danced, Hannah was too nervous to say anything. Her heart was racing, and she was too self-aware of how out of place she looked between all the women wearing beautiful dresses, when she herself was just in her uniform. And the look Amanda was giving her didn't help. She smiled softly, kept her eyes locked in her face. Plus, she was a great dancer. Hannah expected that, but by being led by Amanda, she felt her own dancing get better by the second. She dared glance up to meet with those beautiful, emerald green eyes. Bad dump. The redhead had her hair combed backwards, like the last time she had worn the suit. However, now, Hannah wondered how she ever mistook her for a boy. The slim neck, the delicate features, the soft-looking lips. Bad dump. Her movements were swift and elegant. Hannah noticed various bystanders looking at them with interest. They probably didn't expect much from the pair, but Amanda's movements had astonished them, and Hannah was not a bad dancer either. Well, either that or the hovering Roomba next to her shoulder looked out of place. She let Amanda lead her, very aware of the redhead's hand on her back, or the way they were grabbing each other's hands. Bad dump. The song ended and Hannah's trance was broken. She took an instantaneous step back, releasing air she didn't know she was holding. Amanda kept grabbing her hand, however, as they walked towards the chairs near the rim of the terrace. Hannah could feel the hotness of the blush up to her ears, could hear her own accelerated heartbeat. Wow. She said as Amanda let go of her hand. You're really good, where did you learn? She didn't really care, she just needed to take her mind off the dance. Off those eyes. She noticed her breath was slightly heavier than it should be and her mind was going at a hundred miles per hour. She couldn't focus, or maybe, she didn't want to. She kept looking around, noticing the different drinks the others had. Where did they get those? Did they bring them from outside or was this also some kind of cafe? Was this how Akko felt all the time? Poor thing, maybe Hannah had been a little too harsh on her. I just like all types of dancing. 
I can do a hopak dance if you want, or do some Sean number since it kinda fits me. Amanda did a few Irish dance steps to show her. However, something felt different about the way she spoke, the way she acted, from this morning. Was Amanda aware of the effect she was having on her? Maybe she was mad because of how she hadn't had fun during the shopping, or maybe because of the dress. Are you making fun of me? Hannah asked, looking up. Amanda's smile disappeared, replaced by a look of confusion. Well that's random. She said, did I make you feel like that? Hannah opened her mouth to say yes, but thought better of it. No. She confessed. But what's up with the sudden gentleman, funny looks, and perma smile act? It kinda creeps me out. Even if she was hot while doing it, but no need to say that. Amanda blushed slightly. Oh, sorry. I was just. She looked away, and for the first time ever in Hannah's memory, she looked. Insecure? I was just. Getting into the role, you know, for when I had to invite someone to dance at the party and all. She let out a half-hearted laugh. Something felt off about what she had said, but it seemed believable enough. Oh, I see. Hannah nodded, clearing her throat. How about? We dance again, but this time you don't act like. Well, that. She suggested, looking at the couples now dancing. Some were better than others, but they all seemed to be having fun. The redhead still didn't meet her eyes, but she nodded. Yeah, sure. She took a deep breath and faced her. Her expression now was more natural. We'll have to wait till the next song though. She said, sitting down. Hannah nodded, then continued looking at the dancing people. Had she and Amanda looked like that? Well, she was probably less beautiful than the other ladies with their fancy dresses and... Hey, wait here, I'll be back in a minute. Hannah rose, smiling. She went back to the stairs, remembering that there was a bathroom below them. When Hannah came back up, she was wearing a dress. Amanda didn't know if she should laugh or be impressed by the speed in which she had managed to put it on. It was a forest green, slim and long dress that just barely didn't touch the ground. It was modern and didn't have frills of any kind, but it did have nice fancy work around the waist, where golden threads created a pattern that looked like roots going up and down the dress. Damn. Was all Amanda could say. Teenage crush or not, she now felt her heart rate spike and couldn't stop ogling the auburn-haired girl. How does it look? Hannah asked, turning around so that Amanda could see the dress from all angles. Well, damn pretty much sums it up. Amanda shrugged. But if you want something more precise, I think beautiful fits quite well. She tried not to cringe. She had not flirted with anyone in almost two years. She hoped she was not out of practice, but that last line was totally lame in her mind. Hannah smiled. Thank you. She nodded, trying to appear collected, but her own red face gave out something different. Amanda felt some level of guilt for appealing to Hannah's sexuality by dressing up like she had, but she wanted to have something like a date with the English witch without having to risk actually asking her out. This seemed like a good choice. After all, what was more romantic than dancing? If anything was going to put her heart to test was this, the closeness, the trust required to follow or lead, the atmosphere, it was all perfect for testing out just how deep the rabbit hole went.
Pretty deep all right Amanda thought. Oh, sorry, I should change out of this. She ended up saying, taking out her wand again. No, wait. Hannah took her hand and stopped her before she could release the spell. Keep it for a while longer. Her voice was slightly panicked, and then she blushed even harder. Because, you know, we're going to do another dance, right? She added. Amanda smiled. Yeah, the suit was obviously effective, though now she didn't want to wear it anymore. She caught herself thinking that she shouldn't have done this. Because while she was trying to figure out her own feelings, she was probably just manipulating Hannah to go along with her. If she didn't wear the suit, would Hannah have accepted to dance? I mean, Hannah continued, stepping back. Some practice will do me good, too. Wouldn't want to mess up when a boy invites me to dance at the party. She laughed nervously, fidgeting with her fingers. Our Amanda thought. Of course. She felt her soul drop a little. Hannah didn't even have doubts that she would be picked up by a boy. Well, Amanda didn't have doubts either. You're good at this. Probably better than whoever invites you. She offered, and Hannah gave her a harsh look. I said no more gentlemanly acts. Hey, I was just being honest, no need to get angry. The redhead backed a step, trying to appear harmless. Hannah pondered about the answer, but didn't have much time to consider it when the music stopped. Here, now let's show these old farts what the new generations can do. She said, offering a hand and using the other to point at the other guests of the terrace. Hannah took her hand shyly, but grabbed it tight. Yeah, let's do it. She said, looking around. She looked more confident than before. Well, she looked like normal, one could say, except for the meek blush on her cheeks. But. She looked up. Leave the Roomba here, this time. She looked at the device, and Amanda laughed, she had totally forgotten about the thing. She pressed her watch to leave it in standby. This time, they danced more comfortably, and it was actually fun. The orange light of the setting sun bathed the school's entrance. I should return this thing before the teachers catch me with it. Amanda commented pointing to the Roomba she was currently stepping in. She was already in her normal attire, but for some reason the strange warmth Hannah had felt all afternoon wasn't going away. Want me to go with you? Hannah asked, but Amanda instantly chuckled. Do you really want to risk another accident? The redhead asked with a smirk. Hannah looked down. During their flight back, she had gotten a little too close to Amanda, and her broom had gone crazy, almost making her fall from the ley line. I guess you're right. Well, see you at dinner, I guess. Hannah said, slowly walking towards the school building. Hey, Hannah. Amanda said, and Hannah turned her head, seeing that she was already flying towards New Moon Tower. I had fun today. With you, I mean. You're fun. Bad dump. Tea thanks. Same here. Hannah commented, smiling and waving as Amanda flew off. When she was far enough, Hannah let out a sigh. She was exhausted. Had Barbara and Lotta returned yet? She didn't know. They should have accorded for a time to reunite and come back, but it had slipped her mind. In any case, she wanted to go to her room. Diana felt butterflies in her stomach.
her heart pounded, and her breathing was heavy. Akko sat next to her on the couch, and their faces were close. Really close. After coming back to school in the afternoon, they sat down and talked. Like they had never before. When Akko had confessed a couple days ago Diana thought it was the weirdest day in her life, but also the happiest. But this was pretty great too. Taking a break from studies and just enjoying the brunette's company was something she didn't know she needed, but now that she had tasted it, she knew she would not be able to go on without it. And now, the situation at hand. Akko had asked if she could kiss her, and Diana had, obviously, accepted. Problem is, they weren't exactly experienced with it. So, even with their faces this close, they were still doubtful. Until Akko leaned forward, and their lips touched. Right at that moment, the door opened, and the kissing girls jumped away from each other, growing red. Oh, sorry. Hannah looked almost as embarrassed as Diana and Akko. Should have knocked, I'll come back later she gave them an apologetic smile and started to close the door. Hannah, wait, no, please come in. Diana invited, trying to keep her composure. Hannah timidly entered, looking between her and Akko. What you just saw was Dash. No need to worry about that. Hannah smiled. If you're not comfortable talking about it, it's fine. Diana opened her mouth. She should have told her about this sooner, but there was no use in crying over spilled milk, she'd just tell her now and talk it out in peace. Hannah was an understanding individual. Most of the time. Surely she wouldn't be too opposed to the idea. And then Akko beat her to it. Diana and I are dating, sorry for not telling you she said in a rush of words almost too fast to understand. Diana pursed her lips, waiting to see Hannah's reaction. Her teammate smiled gently. I kinda knew that already. She said, laughing softly. Her teal eyes looked at Diana. Are you happy, like this? Or, more like, does Akko make you happy? Diana was surprised by the question. She had expected to have a long talk with Hannah where she explained why she liked the brunette, or girls at all, and a lot of other details. Instead, Hannah seemed just worried about how she felt about the whole thing. Didn't ask how, or why. I'd say so. Diana said, the hint of a smile in the corner of her lips. Hey, what do you mean by that? Akko looked offended, but Diana knew it was pretty much her normal reaction to things she didn't understand. I mean that you do make me happy, Akko Diana looked at her as she blushed, into those big, beautiful red eyes. She got lost in them so long that Hannah had to clear her throat to make her remember she was there. Then it's okay. Hannah finally said, getting up. I was just going to drop off my dress here, I'll see you at dinner. She left the bag of her dress on top of her bed, and started towards the door. As she opened, she looked back. And, Akko. Yeah? Akko, who was also lost looking at Diana, perked up. I'm sorry, for all the mean things I've said about you. Hannah looked down. Oh, um. Thanks, don't sweat it. Akko flashed her a wide smile. Hannah relaxed visibly, and waved before closing the door. Is it just me or has she been weird? The brunette asked. I believe she may have gone through some changes. 
Diana commented. Now, I believe we were interrupted. She blushed while saying this. Akko nodded silently, and then leaned forward. This time, their kiss was not interrupted. Chapter 8, Maturing Amanda reached the lab in New Moon Tower and the door opened for her. She commanded the Roomba to shut down, and after leaving it in the box where she had found it, she prepared to go. The monitors on the other side of the room suddenly lit up, showing Croy's face. And, backlit by them, the figure of a teacher Amanda knew all too well. Hey, she said, smiling nervously. Professor Chariot, how are you doing? She gave Croy a begging stare. Sorry kiddo, Croy chuckled. Tried to get her out of here, but she can be really stubborn. Amanda, what were you doing with that? Chariot's voice was unusually chilly. Amanda paled a little. I well, all of my friends were going into town and dash she started to explain. And you decided to break into a forbidden area, steal a prohibited, dangerous device, to avoid a curse that you got for causing trouble in the first place. Chariot raised an eyebrow. No, not just an eyebrow. She raised the eyebrow. Her usually gentle personality was gone, replaced by pure cold anger. Amanda didn't know what to say. But she supposed she could only go with the truth. Yes. She confessed. Chariot sighed, and started to walk towards her. Could you tell me why? Amanda was going to go with the excuse she had given her friends, because she wanted to celebrate the ending of the exam period and help Hannah to relax after a week of studying hard. But when she looked into the red eyes of the ex-idol, she felt the lice slip away. Cause I like Hannah, and wanted her to have a good day chilling with her friends, since I kinda messed up her worldview the other day by saying too much. She spurted. Chariot stopped in front of her, looking down. I see. She said, sighing again, and the harshness left her face. Can you promise me you won't do something so stupid again? Why yeah. Amanda cocked her head, confused. Then you're free to go. The teacher smiled at her with her usual expression. Wait, aren't you going to tell the headmistress about this? Amanda didn't want to be hopeful. Chariot kept her smile, and looked back at the screens where Croy looked at the exchange. Sometimes, good people do stupid things for good reasons she commented with a hint of melancholy. And love also makes you stupid. She added, chuckling. Amanda smiled, so in the end she would get free. But, Chariot looked at her harshly again. As a punishment I'm putting on you because of this, you are not allowed to leave school grounds until the day of the party. Am I making myself clear? Amanda nodded. Of course it wouldn't be that easy. And keep up your studies, you can and will pass, you hear me? Amanda nodded again, a little too astonished to speak. Chariot then walked her to the door and pointed downstairs. Now go, I'll stay here to make sure no one else is able to get past my defences. If you want a tip, Amanda said before starting to climb down. The security code on the door is too obvious. It's the date of your first show, right? Anyone would figure that out. Chariot blushed and looked away. W-L, anyways, get going. She said, Amanda smiled, in the end, Chariot was still Chariot. 
and somehow, having told her how she felt was really relieving. Hannah sat alone at one of the benches in the inner yard of the school. She was calm. Talking to Diana had been refreshing. Seeing the usually calm and collected girl flustered and emotional was like a change of scenery after a trip. She now simply enjoyed the relative calmness of the afternoon, hearing other students chat quietly around her. After all that dancing she was certainly tired, so as of right now, all she wanted to do was sit and do nothing. Think about nothing. Definitely not about what Diana and Akko could be doing right now in her room. She felt her cheeks grow hot, and questions she didn't want to ask appeared on her head. Could two girls even do it? How? It would be more like masturbating, wouldn't it? Could that be called? Hannah? A voice asked, and Hannah almost jumped in surprise. Barbara. The sitting witch exclaimed, not looking her best friend in the eye. You are at school. Barbara sat next to her on the bench. Nah, we just came back. How long have you been sitting here? Don't know. Hannah said, shrugging, begging to all known gods that Barbara hadn't noticed her red face. I'm just relaxing. I'm tired. Sorry to have ditched you like that. Barbara said, sounding guilty. Hannah looked at her, surprised, forgetting all those silly thoughts. Did Barbara really need to apologize? Hey, you were having fun with your hobby and all. Hannah nudged her. We live together. A day or two where you go have fun with someone else won't kill me. She smiled at the black-haired witch, who smiled at her. Well, I guess you're right. She said, after all, we've even bathed together. Barbara chuckled. Yeah, that's right. Hannah remembered that night back then. Their little bath had indirectly caused a lot of trouble for everyone. Looking back, they had been rather selfish and immature. They probably still were. So, how was your afternoon? Hannah asked. Barbara looked at her with a raised eyebrow. We did a lot of nightfall research, cross-referencing books and lurking forums and such. Barbara said, looking up. Nothing that would interest you, really. It would be nice if you tried to better get along with everyone, in general. Hannah recalled their conversation last Saturday, the one where Barbara had basically told her that she was stepping over the line. In just a week and some effort, Hannah had already changed a lot, she believed. Akko and Amanda didn't bother her anymore, at least. Particularly Amanda. And yet, of course Barbara wouldn't really treat her differently, she hadn't given her a reason to. Why don't you tell me about it? Hannah sat closer to Barbara, making their shoulders touch. The other girl eyed her, probably wondering if she had misheard. About nightfall, I mean. Barbara's eyes lit up, like every time she was with Lotta. Hannah felt her smile ease into her face, to feel more natural. She was her best friend, and yet, Hannah had never made an effort, in almost a year, to understand one of her favorite things in life. But Barbara had stayed by her side even if she had better options now. You sure? She asked with some timidity. Of course. Come on, tell me, what's it about? Hannah asked, and Barbara's smile widened. Well, that's a hard question, Barbara said, and suddenly, 
Hannah had the premonition that she was going to be listening to her friend for a long time. It would be easier to explain what it's not about, and let me tell you, it's not about Belle coming to like Edgar, like so many newcomers first believe. That night was lively. Amanda and Akko had their usual banter. Susie and Constance had decided to work together on some kind of magic detector, Constance building it and Susie testing it with different kinds of plants and poisons, with the final goal being that of allowing the thing to find anything based on a pre-existing substance. Diana joined the conversation more than usual too, which was weird enough. Jasminka was eating her meal with energy, though that wasn't new. But the biggest change was Hannah, sitting between Lotta and Barbara, getting bombarded with reasons to read Nightfall. And this might be a bit of a spoiler, not a big one, don't worry, Lotta said. But I haven't met a single person who dislikes Belle's adventure in Calypso's island. You can really feel Calypso's misery at being trapped, and how troubled Belle is. She has to leave, but she also doesn't want to leave her alone. The redhead had a dreamy expression. Volume 174 really was game-changing for Belle's character. She added. Hannah nodded. She had been hearing stories of Nightfall for at least two hours straight. Lotta had joined them when they met up for dinner and had happily started to talk to her as if they were longtime friends. The soft-spoken redhead really changed when talking about her favorite books. The conversation was interesting, when Hannah could understand what they were talking about, at least, but she kept getting distracted by the fact that, every now and then, Amanda would give her weird looks. Kind of when she was acting like a gentleman earlier but. More genuine, if that made sense. Still, she tried not to think too much about it. Mostly because missing two words of what Barbara and Lotta were talking about automatically made her completely lose track of the whole thing. On Sunday, they didn't study. Amanda, of course, didn't want to study, but Amanda did want to spend the time with Hannah. Problem was, the other girl had started to read Nightfall, finally giving in to Lotta and Barbara's will. She looked pretty interested in the book as she sat on the edge of the forest to read, so Amanda could do nothing but watch from a distance while sitting on a branch where she was pretty well hidden. It was a wide branch, and she could rest against the trunk while having her legs comfortably crossed in front of her. She noticed the way the sun reflected off Hannah's auburn hair, how it waved in the soft breeze. A part of her wanted to just drop off the tree and approach her, maybe flirt, try to get some physical contact. The other wanted to watch from afar, not bother her, since she would probably not even consider the possibility of ever dating Amanda. The redhead also knew that this crush was going to pass by eventually. Once they stopped studying together things would go back to normal and she'd be free from the curse. Amanda had been. Quiet, Hannah thought. Yeah, that was kind of the point of studying in a library but she would usually ask Hannah for help at least once every half an hour. But this Tuesday, and the Monday before, she had said almost nothing. Hannah caught Amanda glancing at her from time to time, but the redhead would only look away and fake cough or yawn. Not that Hannah was too bothered by this, it certainly made it easier for her, but. Are you fine? Understand everything? She asked after mustering up the courage. Amanda shrugged, looking at her. A, I remember this better, since it's more recent. She said, well, that made sense. Still, Hannah felt strangely disappointed. 
Amanda's eyes lingered on her just a second longer than they needed to, and then went back to the book. This time, it was Hannah who would sometimes glance at Amanda, wondering if everything was fine. Has something happened? She doubted that, she seemed fine during lunch and when talking to everyone else. Despite that, Hannah wondered what it could be. Maybe she had misunderstood the time they had spent together in the library. Maybe Amanda hadn't really enjoyed it, and she only bore it because Hannah had been good at explaining. Or maybe she had just lost the motivation to go to the party now, that was silly, she had talked about how excited she was about that during breakfast. Maybe the problem was Hannah herself. She didn't think so, but it was possible that she had somehow offended the redhead without realising. Yet, she didn't remember any meaningful interactions they'd had since Saturday. Why was she thinking so much about this anyways? She went back to her book no, wait, she had already finished this one. Sighing, she stood up. Amanda barely paid attention to her, but she seemed to be purposely looking away. Not thinking about that, she reached for the bookshelves next to their table, they sat there because it was closer to the astrology section, and put the book in its place, looking for the next one. If the cataloguing system was well, then the one she was looking for should have been. There she thought while looking up. She extended her arm, but it was just out of her reach. She turned, thinking of asking Amanda for help, but she was busy with her book. The ladder was at the other side of the library too, but she wouldn't have bothered to fetch it anyways. Taking out her wand, she silently casted a spell. The book she wanted started to glow, and she carefully pulled it to her. Amanda! A sudden shout from the hyperactive Akko disrupted the peace and Hannah lost concentration. The book she had inside her magic was shot outside the bookshelf across the tables. As Hannah turned with a panicked expression, she caught sight of the book hitting Akko right in the forehead, knocking her to the ground. Hannah paled, running to the brunette. Amanda also stood, though more relaxed. Oh my god, Akko, are you okay? What was that? You should keep silent in the library, you idiot. Oh, sorry, I shouldn't have been insulted. Hannah started ranting as the redhead looked over her shoulder. For a second Hannah believed Akko was unconscious, but then she heard an ah and Akko opened her eyes. The shape of the book was already showing in her forehead. I always knew books would one day turn on me. We don't like each other. Akko grunted, sitting up. Sweet nine, Akko Hannah deflated. Can't you keep your volume low for once? Amanda broke up, her laughter disrupting every other student in the library. Damn Akko, you were so loud a damn book attacked you, what an idiot. She cried, pointing. Akko's face turned red, and Hannah stood up and decided to sit back down, pretending to not know them. But she couldn't bring herself to feel really embarrassed. The laugh was surprisingly contagious, and she felt a smile growing in her face. Bad dump. Well I was trying to call you silently but you weren't listening. She said. And what brings you here anyways? Amanda managed to stop laughing. Oh, right. Akko changed her tone to a more moderate one. Hey, you know something about sex, right? Amanda froze. Hannah froze too, and felt her cheeks growing red. Well that was direct. Amanda forced the brunette to sit next to Hannah, while she sat in front of them both. Why the hell are you asking me? 
she said with annoyance. Hannah noticed that she shot her a couple of glances while saying that, as if worried that she was there. Well, since you said you've dated a couple girls before, I thought Dash Akko started, but Amanda shot forward and covered Akko's mouth. This is not the place, come. She stood up again, eyeing Hannah, looking for reactions. Reactions that Hannah was very careful not to give away. They left the library silently chatting. So Amanda is a lesbian too, huh? Was the first thought that came to her mind. And she's dated girls before. Bad dump. Chapter 9, Dumb Teenagers When Amanda returned, she saw Hannah reading the book that had hit Akko. After explaining some things to the brunette, she had left her and quickly returned to the library. Hannah had heard that she liked girls. Not that it was a big secret, but with that extra piece of context, maybe she would realize the motives behind the way Amanda had acted on Saturday. Hey! Amanda sat next to Hannah. The light entering from the windows had started to turn orange. Akko can be such a handful, right? Hannah nodded, not even looking at her. Amanda noticed that she was blushing. Well shit she thought. Now Hannah got flustered just because she was near. Amanda started studying her own book. Well, she had messed up. Kinda. At least now she had a good reason to get over the whole silly thing and just go back to normal. All of the things they were studying now she actually understood too. Not only did she remember her classes, she was also taught about this by her family before coming to Luna Nova. It was a more complicated and accurate method of reading stars. They hadn't bothered with the basics, those were for silly seers in TV programs. This method was the actual roots for the tree that was seeing the future. She hadn't lied to Hannah earlier. She wondered if Hannah would still help her out if she asked, though. She glanced at her and cleared her throat. Em, do you understand this? She asked. Hannah looked at her, but didn't meet her eyes. She quickly glanced at the part she was pointing at. Oh, yeah. She acted normal, but as she started explaining Amanda felt stiffness in her movements, heard her voice unnaturally neutral. Oh boy. She shook her head once Hannah went back to her own book. Now she definitely suspects I was flirting with her and is trying to act like nothing's different. I'm such an idiot, I should have just told her. Hannah was acting weird. She knew she was, but she couldn't figure out why. During Chariot's class the day prior, she sat next to Amanda on purpose, but hadn't mustered up the courage to look at the redhead in her beautiful emerald eyes. At one point she dropped her pen and both of them had reached down to pick it at the same time, bumping their heads on each other. Every time she remembered that. Bad dump. It was embarrassing, of course. What a silly thing to happen. Now, in the library, she noticed that Amanda had decided to sit further away than usual. Hannah didn't know why, Amanda had also been rather strange since what Akko had said. Maybe, now that Hannah knew about her sexuality, she was afraid of giving her the wrong ideas with her actions, and so she kept away. But the English which wanted nothing more than for her to ask for some help and to have an excuse to sit down next to her again. She wanted that so much that she could barely pay attention to the book. When she realized her own desire, she was surprised. She kept eyeing Amanda, 
wondering if maybe she had decided not to ask for help anymore because of the same reason. Bad dump. Of course, since finding out, she had wondered if maybe Amanda liked her. Her actions on Saturday were weird, but she was surely misreading things. Amanda liked girls, but not all girls. What reason would she have to like Hannah? Plus, she knew Hannah, she wouldn't have acted that way anyways knowing that she was straight. Bad dump. What was up with her heart? And with her cheeks? She had almost gotten used to the pounding and the heat. What was that void in her stomach that needed to do something with her hands? Stop thinking about stupid things and focus. You have a party to attend, a party that's going to be full of hot boys. She thought, but when she closed her eyes to imagine the party, like so many other times, she realized that those inviting her to dance had orange hair and green eyes. Bad dump. She stood. Amanda shot her a quick glance but went back to her studies. I'm sorry. Hannah said. Her voice sounded strange, even to herself. I'm not feeling too well. Oh, let me go get a teacher. Amanda said standing up. We can continue tomorrow, don't push yourself. She extended a hand, as if to touch her shoulder. A beautiful hand. A hand, Hannah noticed, made her hotter every inch it got closer. I'm fine. Hannah stepped back, then rounded Amanda to get out of the room. I'll get her myself, you should keep studying. She added quickly, and then fast walked all the way to the exit. I'm straight. I like boys. I can't like Amanda. I can't like her relaxed nature, her cool voice, her beautiful figure, her fiery hair or her wonderful eyes. She started to think as she quickly walked to her room, her face burning. She's loud and obnoxious and brave and athletic and elegant Anne. It's not like I want her to like me either, I mean, wanting to sit close to a friend, and wanting to bump your heads together is totally normal. Like holding hands, or having long study sessions, or kissy dash she stopped walking. Oh. Bad dump. I think I'm gay. Hannah confessed to Barbara, sitting in their room. Barbara raised an eyebrow, about to ask her if it was a joke. No, this was not the kind of joke Hannah would make. And what makes you think that? Barbara asked. Last she had checked, Hannah liked to fantasize about hot guys inviting her to dance. I, I think I like Amanda. Her blush, the way she covered her face, the way she squirmed when saying it, those were all things Barbara had actually never seen her do. That's so much more embarrassing when I say it out loud, gosh. She said, still hidden behind her hands. Barbara smiled. Partially because she was happy that her friend had found someone she actually liked, but also because she found it incredibly funny to think that she would fall for Amanda of all people. Putting a hand on her shoulder, she talked. That's not embarrassing, that's wonderful. She offered, and Hannah peeked between her fingers. But Amanda? Really? I know. Hannah said. But she's so cool and beautiful and she has this intense stare that could melt even Stygian ice. She was so flustered that Barbara wondered if she was feverish. Well, what are you going to do about it? She asked. She still didn't understand how Hannah had come to like Amanda, but in the end that was irrelevant. The important part was that she liked her. 
and she suspected it probably had something to do with all the time they spent together in the last couple of weeks, particularly the date they had last weekend. What do you mean? Hannah cocked her head, and Barbara sighed. Are you going to confess or what? What? No, I couldn't. Hannah laughed nervously. There's no way she likes me. Barbara grunted. Now that Hannah had mentioned it, Amanda had been acting strange last week, constantly looking back at them during class. It was probably not them then, it was Hannah. But she didn't want to say it, those kinds of things didn't really help when trying to confess, it just gives the person more things to worry about when doing so. Hannah, you're pretty, smart and you have a peculiar personality. Barbara took Hannah's hands. I can assure you, Amanda would be crazy not to like you. At least now that Hannah didn't act like a total asshole all the time, but saying that didn't seem like the best of choices. Hannah still looked insecure, so Barbara squeezed her hands. And I swear to God if you don't go confess right now I will tell her for you, got it? Hannah paled. Barbara smiled. Fine. I'll do it. She said begrudgingly. It's not like I have much to lose anyways, I guess. She stood up, and took a slow step towards the door, then turned around. But what if she reject Dash? Oh shut up. Barbara stood and pushed Hannah to the door. What if stops 90% of confessions, did you know that? You probably didn't because I pulled it out of my ass, but I can assure you it's true. Now go confess instead of being an unoriginal normie. As she talked, Hannah tried a futile struggle to avoid getting kicked out of the room. And since you told me, let me tell you that I'm also gay, now go. She shut the door in front of a begging face, and waited, satisfied when she heard the steps of the other girl walking away from the door. It also felt good to confess to Hannah. Everyone in the group had figured out that Akko and Diana were now going out. However, no one seemed to notice that she and Lotta had been going out for at least two months by now. To be fair, they didn't really act all that different in and out of the relationship, but Barbara couldn't help but feel kind of offended when her best friend in the world hadn't noticed. She sat back down on the couch, smiling to herself. Now everyone in Blue Team would be in a relationship, now that she thought about it. Still, something bothered her from the back of her mind. Some detail she was missing. Oh my god she realized, her smile stretching to its limits. Hannah made a nightfall reference. Hannah reached the library jogging. For some reason, she was really eager to find the redhead and confess. Yeah, she had realized her feelings just a while ago, but for the first time in her life she realized the feelings were genuine. She wasn't looking at Amanda's family history or her money when she got flustered. She hadn't come to like her before even meeting her just because of tales told by other people. She really liked Amanda, and that made her feel brave, ready to face anything. Except the fact that maybe the redhead wasn't in the library anymore. Amanda wanted to die. She sat against a corner of the dark room in a fetal position, wishing for everything to vanish. She didn't know how long she'd been there, and didn't care. She wanted peace, quiet. She wanted nothingness. Of course Hannah would do that. She had fucked up. In the end, Hannah had just run away, unable to keep up the charade of normality around her. 
She still saw vividly how Hannah had flinched when she had tried to support her. Amanda grunted, feeling stupid. She had tried not to cry, but tears ended up falling here and there. I've liked her for a damn week. Why am I so emotional? Damn teenage hormones, leave me alone she thought as she felt another wave of sadness overcome her, making her eyes fill up again. Bad dump. Then the monitors lit up. Okay, this time you are going to tell me how the hell you got in and I'm not letting you go until you do, the static voice of Croy came from them. You didn't even set the alarms off this time, I only realized you were there because you messed up the oxygen levels in the room. You're good, kid. Amanda said nothing. She didn't want anyone to see her tears, so she didn't even look up. Croy was silent for a while, probably expecting some kind of reply that never came. I see, she said. Is this about that other girl? Hannah, was it? The redhead perked up. She wiped her eyes and hoped the image quality from the cameras wasn't particularly good, trying to decide if she should answer or not. I got the Roomba Constance modified to deactivate all alarms from inside, and then just entered. Plus, Chariot's change of password wasn't particularly hard to figure out. She set it to Akko's birthday, as if everyone in this school didn't know of the connection they have she decided to answer the first thing and ignore the second. Constance was the little one, right? The mechanic? Damn, she did modify the fuel spirit collector a whole lot for it to be able to do that. She must be good too. She's the best. Amanda said bluntly. You may just be right, but I don't believe that's the thing that bothers you. Come on, talk to me. I was a teacher too, you know. Plus, who am I going to tell? Chariot. The prison guards. Amanda smiled. I kinda acted like a creep back on Saturday. Hannah noticed but didn't pay it much mind until she heard that I was a lesbian. Then things got really weird. And today she basically ran away from me. Amanda summarized, not wanting to relive the story. Ah, teenage love, so silly, Croy commented with a chuckle. Amanda stared knives at her. Relax. Why are you hiding here, anyways? You should go speak to her, running won't solve anything. And say what? Amanda scoffed. Sorry I tried to seduce you, I like you even though I know for sure you don't like me. Well, yeah, Croy shrugged. At least that way things are clear, and if she really doesn't like you at least you can go back to being friends. But I don't want to be friends. Amanda confessed. I want to hold her hand and kiss her and bring her to my room at night and dash. Whoa there, careful with what you say, my conversations get recorded you know. Hey, you said you wouldn't tell anyone. Technically, someone going over my conversations to see if I'm up to anything evil isn't telling. Dot. Amanda didn't really know how to answer that. Man, you're an asshole. I don't know what chariot sees in you. Amazing looks and incredible charisma, Croy teased, and Amanda chuckled. See? You're all better. Now go, talk to this Hannah girl. I'm sure you'll figure it out. Amanda sighed, but stood up. Just for the record. She looked at the monitors. The cameras were there. Probably not, but it was a little too late to worry about that. 
I want to fuck Hannah so hard that she won't be able to walk for a week. She said with a smirk. Croy laughed, giving her a thumbs up. Hang in there, Don Juan. She encouraged me. See you in twenty years. Ten if I don't mess up too badly. Also, I really suggest not coming here again. If Chariot catches you things could get pretty ugly. The redhead gulped. Yeah, coming here in an emotional state wasn't her best idea. Even if talking to Croy had helped a lot. She returned the thumbs up. Taking a deep breath, she started down the stairs of New Moon Tower. She was starting to like them. Dinner came and no one had seen Amanda all afternoon after Hannah had run from the library. She didn't even show up to eat either. Akko was the more vocal in her worry, and just when she had decided to stand up and go ask a teacher, the doors in the balcony of the cafeteria opened subtly, but enough for a bunch of worried people to notice. Amanda stepped into the cafeteria. She looked dusty, her hair was a mess, and when she got closer, everyone noticed she had red eyes. Hannah first looked at her hopefully, but then looked down. Amanda, where were you? Akko asked. I was. Thinking. Long story. She sounded tired, but instead of sitting, she walked around the table and touched Hannah's shoulders. The auburn head which almost jumped to her feet. Amanda instantly drew back her hand, wearing a pained expression Hannah couldn't see. Hey, Hannah, can we talk for a bit? But I hoped we could at least be friends. She continued, completely unaware of the storm within Hannah. Bad dump. You know, to avoid awkwardness with our friends and such. She brought a hand behind her head and laughed nervously. Bad dump. Badump. 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 Or, not even friends, just, maybe, go back to how we were dash. Hannah's brain short-circuited. She had not listened to a single word after I like you. She didn't care about anything else. Suddenly, her chest exploded with something new. Relief, happiness, hope, eagerness. Love. She stepped forward, and Amanda raised an eyebrow. Hannah took another step, and the redhead stopped talking. Then, Hannah dashed towards her. Amanda was understandably taken aback, but didn't react in time as Hannah extended her arms and hugged her. I like you too. She simply said, putting her head against Amanda's shoulder. Amanda wondered if she was dreaming. After preparing mentally to try and get Hannah to not hate her, after taking her to New Moon Tower to allow the shorter girl to shout if she wanted and not be heard, she suddenly ran towards her and hugged her. And confessed. I think I heard wrong, Amanda said, still in disbelief. I heard that you like me, but that's just my mind playing tricks on me with my hopes probably, heh. She laughed nervously. Oh shut up, you heard right. Hannah said, squeezing her. Amanda couldn't even get her arms free of the hug. I like you too, you noisy redhead. Amanda opened her mouth to say something, but couldn't. Maybe she had died and this was paradise. Nah, no way, she was way too nasty to go anywhere but hell. Maybe this was hell, and Hannah would now laugh at her for believing what she had said. But she didn't. She kept hugging Amanda with a wide smile on her face. Amanda laughed. 
Well, I definitely am stupid she thought as Hannah separated a little to give her a weird look. Amanda released her arms from the hug and put them around Hannah's neck, gently guiding her head so that they were facing each other correctly. She looked into those beautiful teal eyes and leaned forward. Hannah stepped back. W8, she said, flustered. I, I haven't washed my teeth after dinner, and it's my first time kissing someone, and I'll probably suck, so maybe we should. She looked around, but there was nothing to do up here besides watch the giant magical stone. Hannah. Amanda placed her arms around her neck again, locking her in place. Why yes? She asked. Curiously enough, even if she was embarrassed, she still looked Amanda in the eyes. I don't care. The redhead added. They stared at each other for a second longer. When Amanda next leaned forward, Hannah just put her arms around the redhead's waist again. Amanda had kissed before, she was surprised Hannah hadn't, and had learned that kissing different people always felt slightly different. Experience, personal flavor, level of, thirst. It all varied from person to person. Hannah was not an exception. At first, her lips were stiff, like most first-timers. Amanda just touched them with hers for a few seconds and pulled back. Hannah had closed her eyes and was as red as a tomato. She didn't open them as she herself leaned forward again, silently asking for another one. Amanda's smile widened. She put a hand on Hannah's cheek, tracing her lips with her own thumb and leaned, touching their foreheads. Open your mouth, she whispered. There was no need to speak like that, nobody would listen, but it just felt right. Hannah opened her mouth wide. Okay, that may be too much. Amanda chuckled. Hannah closed her mouth again and made the kind of strangled noise that could only be made by someone who just broke the barrier of embarrassment. Amanda kissed her again. This time Hannah eased into the kiss, allowing her lips to part. Amanda restrained from using her tongue, probably too early for that, but she still tasted Hannah's dinner. The kiss was not a particularly intense one, but when they parted, Amanda was out of breath. Hannah was clenching her waist and clinging to the back of her uniform. She pulled the redhead in again, initiating her own kiss. She wasn't very good, but that was part of the charm. When they separated for the third time, Hannah eased her grip. Why did you think I didn't like you? Hannah asked as she stepped back. Amanda wanted to take a step forward and keep the closeness between them, but that might have looked a little too desperate. Well, after you heard I was a lesbian you suddenly started acting all, weird and such. Amanda didn't exactly know how to put it. Like when you ran away earlier today. Hannah's face showed an apologetic smile as she remembered. Oh, sorry about that. I was too self-conscious to actually allow you to touch me. I didn't know I was gay yet. Amanda raised an eyebrow. So you just accepted your sexuality in a single afternoon? She asked. Well you did kind of obliterate the view I had on romance a week ago. Hannah approached the stone railing, sitting on the floor and resting her back on it. Against the green lighting of the giant magic stone she looked like a ghost. Amanda stepped closer, but didn't sit. Sorry about that. Don't be. That's a part of why I like you, I think. Hannah smiled, and then patted the floor next to her. Come on, why are you acting shy now? 
Well, I don't want to be too clingy, Amanda confessed. Okay, then let's say I'm cold and you just want to warm me up. Hannah said, patting with more energy. We're at like 80 degrees. Amanda chuckled softly, but sat down next to the English witch, who put her head in the redhead's shoulder. You should use Celsius, not Fahrenheit. You're not in America. That's 25 degrees approximately for you. She spoke softly, and Amanda relaxed from her tone. She rested her head on top of Hannah's, and closed her eyes. I know, it just comes more naturally for me. She yawned. They remained in silence for a bit. At one point, Amanda noticed that Hannah's breathing had steadied, and assumed she had fallen asleep. With a smile, she started to drift off into the dreamland herself. How do two girls have sex? Hannah suddenly asked, and Amanda jumped with surprise at the question, feeling her face burn up. Hopefully it wouldn't be obvious with the lighting. Why ask that now? She said, not ready to answer quite yet. Well, if we're going to start dating, I thought I should know. I'll explain it to you later, I promise. I'm too tired for that conversation right now. Amanda stood and offered her hand to Hannah. Now come on, let's go back before we get in trouble. We're probably already in trouble, actually. Sorry for that. Still, I want to sleep on a bed. Hannah took her hand and stood up. Would you like to sleep on mine? Hannah teased, and Amanda smiled. Sure, but I don't think your teammates would approve, Amanda teased back. They were both in a good flirty mood. For someone who didn't seem to know much about relationships, Hannah was better than Amanda had expected. They didn't say anything else as they climbed into the broom and started their trip back to school. The next week passed by quickly. Hannah and Amanda had decided not to be particularly secretive about their relationship, why bother, when everyone would have noticed anyways. This prompted Diana and Akko to confess about their secret too. What did surprise everyone was Barbara's relationship with Lotta. For some reason, no one had imagined it. From the outside they just looked like a couple of fangirls talking about their hobby. It was lunch on Friday. Today, Amanda and Hannah took their party-enabling tests. Of course, Amanda wasn't worried about broom flight, but she was nervous about astrology. Nervousness that she showed by teasing Akko. Hey, at least I passed everything without problems. Akko crossed her arms, sticking her jaw out. I beat you in most subjects though. Amanda shrugged, smirking. You know, I thought that with this everyone is in a relationship now thing, I would finally be able to eat in peace, since you all would be staring intensely into each other's eyes and all. Susie said, grunting. Guess I was wrong. Sorry Susie. Lotta said. She and Barbara were looking intensely into each other's eyes, but Susie hadn't noticed. I'm sure you'll come to like someone, eventually. She smiled weakly to her friend. Almost imperceptibly, Susie shot a quick glance at Akko, but she grunted again. I'd rather die. She stuck her tongue out to show her disgust. It would take away too much time from my studies. What a pain. Diana coughed. Well, you could study with your partner. She said. If I ever fall in love it will be with a high-class scientist that doesn't need me to explain anything. 
Cece continued being grumpy, and the light banter between the girls continued as always. I passed, fuck yeah. Amanda cried as soon as she got her score, paying no mind to Chariot as she called her out for her vocabulary. She eagerly looked towards Hannah, who was looking at her own score with glazed eyes. Amanda worried, frowning. Had she not passed? They had studied together, and she seemed to be doing just fine yesterday. Maybe she had forgotten things because of nervousness or something. Amanda stepped closer and peeked at the paper. It was a perfect score. Hannah, you passed too. Amanda cried again, taking the witch by the armpits and raising her. W.O. Hannah finally reacted, surprised by the redhead's actions, almost falling to her knees when she was put back down. What was that for? You passed, aren't you excited? I mean, I guess. Hannah shrugged. But I've been thinking, what's the point? I no longer have a reason to go to the party, now that I'm not interested in boys anymore. Amanda felt something strange within her. She smiled broadly. Don't you want to show everyone who's boss with me? Hannah's eyes widened. Wait, you want to dance with me? She asked, unsure. Of course I want to. I wouldn't do it with anyone else, ever. Amanda leaned forward on instinct, wanting to kiss Hannah. Chariot cleared her throat loudly and she snapped back into reality, blushing slightly. Hannah was also red, looking at her with panicked eyes, but relaxed visibly when Amanda pulled back. Asterisk. Everyone was waiting at Appleton's ballroom's door. Akko had worn a simple black dress, in contrast to Diana's pure white. Lotta and Barbara had both worn purple dresses, and seemed rather embarrassed about matching. Susie hadn't bothered to come, but Constance wore a Victorian-style pink dress with a couple of pigtails and Jesminka wore a bright yellow one and let her hair loose. Amanda and Hannah arrived a while after, and everyone cocked their heads. They had expected Hannah to wear the green dress. She had talked about it all week. What they didn't expect was for Amanda to show up in an orange one. The red embroidery highlighted all the seamings, and the hairpins, necklace, earrings, and bracelets she wore had emeralds in them, matching with her eyes. Where's your suit? Akko asked. Mind your own business. Amanda said on the low, too embarrassed to talk. She and Hannah had their arms locked, and the shorter girl was smiling mischievously. Well, shall we go in? Hannah said, pulling Amanda. Wait, aren't you going to answer? Akko asked, annoyed. Hannah rolled her eyes inside. We made a bet. If she won, she could wear the suit. If I won, she had to wear the dress. She explained. I didn't get her to use heels though. She looked with disappointment at Amanda's feet. I need to dance tonight. I wouldn't be able to dance if I can't walk. Amanda repeated for the hundredth time. What kind of bet was it? Akko asked. Amanda tried to look further away, but her head wouldn't turn more. Hannah intermingled their fingers and gave her a knowing look. Well, never mind that. Let's go in, come on. I want everyone to see how beautiful you are. Hannah teased, now that she understood better what kind of things got the redhead to react. Amanda simply took a deep breath. Okay, let's go. 
Let's show em all who the queens of the dance floor are. The redhead put on a confident face, and together, they walked in. The other six witches watched curiously. Hey, wait a second, Akko cried. I was first in line. She complained, going after Amanda and into the ballroom. Diana sighed, following her. Even if she acted annoyed, she wore a smile. Lotta and Barbara looked at Jasminka and Constanz. Shrugging, the four entered the ballroom too. I don't think that kind of phrase applies to waltz dance rooms though. Lotta commented as the door closed behind her. It was a memorable night for everyone. And, while Amanda and Hannah didn't win the dance prize, they did win the best-looking couple one.